Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the In The Mixer podcast. This bank holiday weekend just gone. Um, I am here with my two amigos to talk about the football frenzy that's been happening. Um, Elias, say hello. Michael, say hello. Hello. Hey. Lovely, lovely, lovely short hellos. How are you two? Are you Have you enjoyed a, a good weekend? Michael, of course, we haven't yes. spoken to you for a couple of weeks. Yeah, oh yeah, I wasn't here last week, of course. Well, since then, if you asked me last weekend, I'd have been okay, but now I'm absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. What about you, Elise? You? I'm did, hot. Did, I mean, you, don't, you didn't really have a Monday bank holiday, did you? Yours was sort of last week or something. Well, yeah, I don't even know why you had a bank holiday. Why did May you first Monday holiday? of May, uh, and what? then the last Monday of May. Wow, because Mondays are important. Hey. Um, yes, yeah. <coughs> we're doing this a day late because we don't work Mondays, apart from Michael, who did work Monday, and that's why hey. we didn't do it. He was supposed to, but <laughs> no one listens at my work. No I one listens at your like... work. <laughs> Wait, is that football manager or real life? No, real life. Probably. Okay, this after is... they've listened to this podcast. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's good because I thought you had some horrendous that's breaking good. news that you probably should have should have told me. Difficult before. news, Phil. Can you end them? An odd, an odd one to take. An odd one to take. Um, right. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah. On that uh, note, do you, do you want to just go into uh into the football? Yeah. Please. Sure lost job. So lost his job, so he just wants to talk about football. Well, a man who doesn't look like he's going to lose his job after a fantastic start. At West Brom, Darren Moore. He's what only got, got another win. Exactly, exactly. Um, the the man has pulled up some serious trees at West Brom. I mean, they weren't even planted in the first place. He's managed to plant the trees and then pull them up. That's how good he's done. Yeah, and also got awarded the uh, Premier League Manager of the Month for April. Just mm. uh, for for a, for a team that is second bottom. That's quite good. <laughs> well, the fact that second bottom is amazing when you think yeah. about it. The, yeah, that's true. Um, not even the first team to get relegated, despite Alan Pardew's attempts. Hey, he tried really hard as well at that, so it's it's commiserations to Alan. <laughs> Once again, failing in his objective. Um, but no, Darren Moore, seriously, like, unbelievable. But, I mean, what is it about... Because West Brom if you didn't know, beat Tottenham 1-0 um, yeah. and have somehow kept themselves alive in this relegation battle, which is throwing up more and more surprises. And, I mean, the way it's going, they just look like they're not going to go down. Is it, <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. They just will not die. Um, but what... How what, long for, though? Yeah, this is it. Would you... If you were a West Brom fan, would you rather it was all over and done with if it's just going to end on the last day of the season? I mean, it could end sooner than the last know, day of the season. I don't know, because if you are going to go, at least you get a bit of... Because the way they were going, it was just... They were just going to dribble into the championship. Like, there was no... There was no fight and whatever under Pardew, etc, etc. Cetera, et cetera. So, it's just... At least it's a bit of action. And it's like... It sounds awful, but it's like Sunderland beating Wolves this weekend before they get relegated to League One. It's like that one last hurrah kind of thing. Yeah. But... But the, I mean, the difference is Sunderland are relegated, and West yeah, Brom West, <laughs> West Brom have actually given their fans some hope. And depending on tonight's result, this could be completely unconsequential because um, if Swansea and Southampton are literally playing as we record, if that's a draw, West Brom still win with a chance. Um, 
But they've, they've done everything right since Darren Moore's come in. They've given themselves... I mean, they've won at Old Trafford. They've beaten Spurs. They've got a point against Liverpool. They've been unbelievable. Um, and, I, I mean, like, what is it about Darren Moore? What has he done to this West Brom side to suddenly get a tune out of them? It's obviously... It might be that somewhat maybe the pressure's off that was under Pardew and that they felt like they were getting relegated under Pardew, whereas now they maybe felt like okay, this, we've got nothing to lose now. We've got a new manager. He's probably given them a bit of motivation. It's just a, like a new mentality. And that they were, like under Pardew, it was, they still had time. So there was still a chance, whereas probably when Moore took over, it was too late. So they, they probably saw themselves as not really having a chance. So they've just played without pressure and a bit more freely. Hmm. And definitely trying to rely on somebody that they know so well, because, of course, Darren Moore is a West Brom legend, pretty much. So... Uh it's just the, that little motivation they need because I don't feel like Alan Pardew is that kind of manager that can get your players to overperform when it really matters. And, I, don't think, uh, I don't think he can even get his players to perform to be honest, <laughs> mind overperform. Well, yeah, we've seen that. <laughs> uh, but just Darren Moore been in the club for so long now. It's just it's just the right appointment and it's just worked out so well for them. Hmm. Yeah, it's like Pardew, you you wonder if he could actually convince his players that they were in a such a difficult position. Like I feel like no one takes him seriously. Um but yeah, Darren Moore certainly coming in telling them what they need to do and how seriously in trouble they are. And it, it like I'm gonna say again, it's unbelievable how they are not relegated yet. It's um, ca- sorry, I just no, yeah, go I was just gonna say I know we 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 probably would touch on Birmingham later. Stuff. But I kind of feel like we were in a similar situation. I know we've stayed up a lot more comfortably because we sacked Cottrell earlier than West Brom sacked Pardew. But like we, we were told, Cottrell said that the players were scared to play at home and all these sort of things. And it was almost like he'd convinced the players that they were in a relegation battle and whatever. So like, mm. I kind of I can I can kind of see it. Like all the players now are a couple of players have been leaked. They've kind of like slam talked Cottrell after we've stayed up. And like taking the piss out of him a bit, and it's just you can see that the, I don't know, it maybe just shows that even players can see that there's, a, like potential in the manager, or they can probably tell when it's like a lost cause. But of course they're working under the manager, so. Yeah. I kind of sympathise with West Brom on it, and I can I, I feel like I can maybe, see similarities in the situation. Do you think? Do you think they're gonna? Do you think they're gonna do it? It, it it's get... not in their hands, so I don't know. But I mean, this would be the most miraculous survival, you know, relegation survival ever if they pulled it off. Surely. Well, it's true West Brom West Brom fashion if they do, because no one knows relegations and they're stopping up like last day more than like West Brom. Like even if it were to be in their hands, even if all the results just went their way. I still don't feel they will beat Palace on the the last day. Uh, Palace, who are absolutely do, going mad, <laughs> the la- like the, the last uh, parts of this season are maybe even looking to finish um, top half, which is incredible mm, after mad. the start that <laughs> Palace had. Yeah, no, true. We'll talk about Palace then. They relegated Stoke, although Roy Hodgson did say it wasn't them who relegated Stoke. It was the thirty-seven other games that are. Uh, that Stoke could play, which is the reason they're down. Um, yeah, which true, is, which yeah. was nice of him to say, just point out the fact that they've been rubbish over 37 <laughs> games. But um, yeah, Stoke gone, but the, but Paul Lambert was very complimentary of his players, said they fought two for now, really, in the in the games he was there. And I, th- I think you could see that 
in some of the players' performances, but um, players like Charlie Adam and um, I think uh, Jack Butland as well, not very complimentary of uh, <laughs> of uh, a few of the players. No names were mentioned, but they were saying, uh, I think Ryan Shawcross as well, was just saying that some of these players need to pull their fingers out and have a long, long look in the mirror. And I, I think we can probably discuss between us and sort of figure out who those players are. Well, yeah, and also I saw a goal, a goal.com worst 11 of the season for the Premier League, and uh, the the centre-back that uh, Goal.com had chosen from Stoke was Kurt Zuma. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which uh, will just feel, it just feels weird, because I don't feel like he's, he's not been good, but he's not been the worst Stoke defender <laughs> It's uh, so weird though, because I hi- I didn't hype up, but I complimented Stoke on that deal because I thought yeah. it was a fantastic transfer. I thought it was a fantastic loan because I said that he could probably, in few points in the season, break into the Chelsea team with injuries and whatever. Mm. And it's just like I don't know. It's it's so weird that they kind of have been awful. Yeah, and, and, I, and I, he's I, and he's been part of that. I still feel like he can break into the Chelsea team next season, so it's mm. just gonna be. It's just going to be like fun to see if if he really is one of the worst centre backs in the Premier League or not because I don't think he is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, Jack Butland was criticising the recruitment policy of Stoke City. Um, he was in tears after the game, of course. Um, did he get relegated with Birmingham, Michael? Was he on your books? I was just wondering if this is his first ever relegation or not. Um, I don't know actually. I don't think so. I feel like he was after. Mm, maybe, but any, but anyway. Um, yeah, he was talking about the recruitment policy and now players basically saying, obviously again not mentioning names, but players like Afalai, Jesse Rodriguez, just not, you know, not even playing, let alone stepping up the, you know, to the table and really pulling this Stoke side out of, out of there because we we've all said it, haven't we? They've got a squad that shouldn't really be down there, but the, but the problem is those players haven't performed and. and Aren't even playing like Berahino got, as well, isn't it? And those players, a, a few of them have come from bigger clubs. Like we've we, we've talked about the recruitment policy being that they do sign these big name players from big name clubs, but so a lot of players won't have been in that situation. Just maybe they haven't got the fight for it. Maybe they're just not cut out for that kind of battle. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's got. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think as well, it's not only that, but the players like. They've been unlucky, obviously, with the Butland injury. I think was a huge, a yeah. huge deal, and I don't think he's he's played had some good performances, but he's definitely not been the keeper he was before that injury. That could that might be unfair on my part, but I'm, I'm not I'm not sure. Um, but where have Stoke struggled the most? Then has it, has it been those transfers? Do you agree with like the comments then? It's the recruitment the issue. Do you think it's the fact that? Uh, who did they have at the start of the season? Hughes. Do you think that was perhaps that was the fact, or like what do you think? It stems down to why are Stoke in this position, in in your guys' opinion? I, I just feel like I can just agree with what the players have been saying about, well, Jack Butler with the recruitment process and stuff like that. Like, even though they got the players, like, they might be big players on paper, uh, it just doesn't feel like it's a complete team. There's no real plan in what that team should do. And I, I'd argue that the best player for Stoke this season is Peter Crouch, and he's barely played. Mm. Uh, he's come on a few games and uh, not started very like very many this season. And he doesn't want to join. He doesn't want to uh, play for Stoke in the Championship. I think I saw. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see where he's going. But Chelsea. 
No. Stop. It's, it's been, it was rumoured before it will come yeah. back round again. I'd rather have like Andy Carroll or something. <laughs> but, well, he's uh, probably available as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but I just I just feel like they haven't got a plan and they didn't have a plan for the whole season and were just like over-ambitious and I feel like the players lost hope uh, very early seeing how badly they did. Uh, mm. Because I think Stoke aimed for a lot higher than getting relegated. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Uh, did you want to add anything to that, Michael? No, I was just going to say I, I would agree with Butland if you think about the uh, uh, about the transfer policy in a lot of detail. Like even the transfers they made this season, Chupo Motting. I think I may have mentioned this in a previous episode. While he was a, a Schalke player that got into the Schalke team quite often last season, there was a reason he was let go on a free. Mm. And it's and it kind of is that has been mentality uh, in the transfers that they they make. So probably could be put down to that past mm. prime players. Yeah, it's interesting as well. Like I was thinking about this literally just now. Um, you look at a team like Palace and a team like West Ham. Like when they weren't having strikers score goals, they looked to alternatives like Palace playing Zaha and Townsend basically up front as a two and. And West Ham going to Arnautovic to be that spearhead. So it's, it, maybe if they'd done something like that, like put Shakiri more central as a more focal figurehead of the attack, I don't know. But um, anyway, that's all hindsight, isn't it? Really. Um, the Bournemouth yeah, one. Down. Yeah, they're all, it's all over. It's all over. They'll be interested to see what happens to Shakiri. I can't see him staying there, but uh, he seems like the the main asset that would be Crystal uh, Powers. I could see him go to Crystal Powers. I I don't know. I I could see him going abroad. I think. I think he's too good for Stoke, but probably not good enough for a lot of teams. He probably MLS. is. He's probably like he's probably a player that suits a big fish, small pond kind of situation. So not many big teams. West Ham probably him and Arnautovic, Terence Chill. <laughs> and of course, Butland has been rumoured with a uh, Liverpool and Arsenal, but uh, Butland course. could Butland could go into a, a solid like top half team and be fine. I'm sure. Mm. Even though he probably hasn't progressed as far as he and I, especially me, I wanted him to, it's he's still a solid keeper. Yeah, uh, Bournemouth won Swansea nil, Everton won Southampton won. These two games really um, have set up a huge game tonight. Um, so depending on that, this could be, you know, the relegation thing could be completely different. But let's talk about these two games. Bournemouth beating Swansea. Swansea had chances, but didn't really, you know. They didn't show the same sort of fight that Southampton did in the Everton game, basically, is what I'm trying to say. So, with these two teams going against each other, not just in in this big match, but in the, you know, just sort of gunning out for that last relegation place, basically, I, I personally, I don't know if you don't agree, Michael, but I personally would back Southampton out of the two to pull themselves out of it. I, I'm I'm still really unsure. I seem to have arguments with myself over which team's going to get relegated. <laughs> I, I don't think I've actually made my mind up yet, but... This game, I, rem- I think I remember watching a quite a bit of it live, um, mm. and it's it was just very much a case of not quite for Swansea, as in they could have won the game, they almost won the game, but they didn't even get a point from it. It was a very yeah, which is probably mm. why they're in this situation. There's probably been many other games this season that have been of similar similar quality for them. Mm. It's very much not quite. Do you think Southampton will be looking at this one as a? A huge three points lost, Elias, because obviously the way they conceded that final goal and it's so many things they could have done. <laughs> Hughes wasn't happy with the referee's decision giving the free kick um, to Everton, which eventually led to the ball going up the other end. And I think the commentator was pointing out Bertrand as well. Yeah, not clearing yeah, his lines def- properly. 
Yeah, <laughs> you could definitely blame Bertrand for that last chance because the ball was going out for a throw-in for Southampton yeah. and he decides to try and boot it up the pitch and gets completely... Uh, it's, mm, it, it's It was really painful to watch mm. um, because you know how much those three points could have meant for Southampton. And uh, yeah, it's, it was just so painful and the way the ball went into the net somehow... It, it, it was just meant. It's not meant for Southampton. Yeah, it was. I, I completely sympathise with Mark Hughes about the 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 free kick decision because it wasn't a free kick. Nathan Redmond did not foul whoever it was that he fouled. But then you can't blame the goal on that because Southampton had an opportunity for the ball to go out of play after that. Yeah. Like Southampton had possession of it and Bertrand messed that up. Like the intent of keeping it in, yeah, absolutely, but. No, yeah. <laughs> not there. Not not in that situation. It was just rush of blood. It's one of those things where if a goal hadn't have come from it, you probably wouldn't have said much about it. Hmm. But because such a vital goal came from it, it was a uh, uh, Ryan. <laughs> what? D- d- does that count as a, an error leading to goal? I'm sure, I, it does. I imagine it does. Yeah, because uh, yeah, mm, yeah. I I think it should, but you can argue that it's harsh. But <laughs> I'm sure Everton fans and West Brom fans don't really care because that result kept West Brom in the in the league for now for now they celebrated that like mad because of course they would have been down if if West if Southampton won that game yeah. which is crazy of course the only way West Brom can stay up is if Southampton and Swansea both go down so there you go madness okay that is the end of part one we are going to be talking about some teams that are safe quote unquote in part two don't go anywhere be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Indemixer Show for updates about our podcast. Share your opinions in our polls, get stuck in with the latest news, and interact with us during ongoing games. As Tim Cale very nicely put it, no money in this world could convince me to unfollow in the Mixer Show. It goes against everything I stand for, no chance. At In the Mixer Show on Twitter. Hello, welcome back to part two of the In the Mixer podcast. Brighton officially safe. Woo! A massive win Friday night against the uh the Reds of Manchester. Um, I want to talk a bit about Brighton because Chris Hewton has done an excellent job, but a lot of their players have, have been massively praised this season. Um, first of all, do you guys want to give some congratulations to Brighton after a fantastic season? And then do you want to go into the individuals that have impressed you the most this season from from the Seagulls? Congratulations, yes. Brighton. Congratulations, <laughs> Brighton. That made me yawn. It was that long film. <laughs> Sorry. No, sorry, mate. I just wanted to say that because a lot of people had them down and not only down, had them bottom at yes. the start of the season. <laughs> mm, did I ever say that? Bright? I don't think I don't I want to know. No, I don't not think in, not in here. Those. I'm talking, I'm talking we, about, we, we obviously knew what we were talking about. I'm talking about the, uh, <laughs> the wider <laughs> footballing. Um, we don't need to revisit our predictions. I don't think. Actually. Oh, they're coming up later. Don't worry. I've got no, them. I've got no, them to hand. I've got no, them to hand. No, 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 no. Come oh, on. I'd love to see that. I have got to go somewhere in part four. <laughs> but come on, which individuals? Um, what players? Specific players from Brighton have impressed you this season? Pascal Gross. Gross. Yeah. Nice. I yeah I I that seemed like well, it seemed like a, a good signing for like a like a bottom tier Premier League team but I didn't think it would be that good Mm. Uh, and especially his link up with uh, Glenn Murray has just been really good like seven goals and eight assists 
uh, is really good for a solid contribution. Yeah, yeah, it's a solid contribution for a, a, a lower lower tier Premier League team. And uh, also, I've been uh, quite impressed by uh, Isqueda uh, over the second half of the season. He wasn't really making any contribution for the first half, but and also Bruno uh, coming in. <laughs> Of course, being the the oldest outfield player, I think, in the Premier League. I think season. there's something, something along those lines, yeah. yeah. 37 years old and turning 38 this year, so... Uh, yeah, he's played 24 games this season, and just when when he's needed, he's there, and he's not been bad at all. And mm. I, I don't think that a lot of Brighton's players have been bad. Uh, they made some, like, solid signings, and I think they could stay up next season as well if they, if they make the right signings... Um, during the summer window now as well. Yeah. Not only that, Elias, but of course, keeping hold of players like Gross especially going to be huge for the next season. What about mm. you, Michael? Any any additions to uh, Elias's uh, players? Um, I think maybe um, was it Lewis Dunk that was the meme of the um, if who was it that oh Van Dyke's worth yeah yeah Garth I, Briggs I think saying go get Lewis Dunk his for first him. half of the season. Mm. So I'd probably. Get, get him included in that but I think the main thing is they've just been a really solid outfit and even when players have been injured there's players that have come from deeper in the squad that have come into the team and performed consistently mm. so I, I think you've just got to give credit to Hewton for sort of con- being consistent with his team and at no point have they ever been in real danger I mean we looked at the first the last five games of the season sorry and said that they could have been in danger um, after they sort of had a dip in form but then they've come out of come out with a really strong ending to the season so yeah since we said that they haven't lost a game so yeah literally <laughs> so, so. Is all we know Manchester United though will be disappointed with this result um no Lukaku I'm not sure if he's going to be fit for the cup final alias but not sure if uh, he isn't that's going to be a huge boost for Chelsea considering the way United played and the way Mourinho reacted in his post <laughs> did you did you see what he said yeah would you yeah. like to well, I, I don't know it word for word, but basically he, like, a sum up was, this is why I don't pick these players and I pick the other <laughs> players. <laughs> yeah, so he said something along the lines of, he, um, I keep getting asked, why do you pick Lukaku? Why do you pick Lukaku? Why do you pick Lukaku? Today I didn't pick Lukaku, and you see why. <laughs> like, why don't I play these players? Something like that, which is amazing. It's honest, so I kind of respect Even for Mourinho, it's like crazy. I think you lagged. Yeah, I didn't just hear heard the, I, I like the end. Because yeah. you were speaking online. Oh. Hello. Come Hi. I'm just jotting it. I'm just jotting it. But yeah, but Michael, like, even for Mourinho, that's that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and I th- but yeah. It, it probably shows his frustration though. Mm. And maybe is it is is him trying to be like, look, get off my back because. The- it probably even gets to Mourinho at some points. Yeah. And, yeah, it's kind of true. Didn't he... Yeah. Didn't he... Isn't it... Even though, um, obviously, he picked this team, I'm pretty sure my dad told me that Mourinho came out and said that for the last game of the season, he'd pick players that are pushing to get World Cup places or something like that. Is that true? Um, Maybe. I don't... I'm not sure. I would have thought he'd be picking players that are fighting for the FA Cup final places. Yeah. In all honesty, but... Yeah, so but I know it's just something I heard. So it'd be interesting to see if he does. Mm, mm. Maybe get Scott, Scott McTominay in there. Yeah, do it. But he's, he's disappeared off the face of the earth. Um, 
Man City nil, Huddersfield nil. This game was fine, um, but it was <laughs> no, literally. I, 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 I would describe. That. I mean, this game really annoyed me because oh. my Huddersfield to go down kind of took a massive hit when this game was a draw. Ah, uh, someone at my workplace put um, twenty pounds on Huddersfield to go down at fifty to one and thought they were going to win it. <laughs> fifty to Mid- one. I put it on the other day at like to nine one. to four. Nah, this, this was like this was uh, probably a month back or something. Do you know when they were like mid table? Oh right. Because he told me about it and I laughed. And then as it was getting closer and closer to them getting relegated, I was kind of like, oh sh. What if this actually happens? Mm. <laughs> what if I have to completely eat my words? But it's all right. I don't think it's gonna happen. So. Well, they're still not 100% out of it. Swansea and Southampton can leapfrog them. Um, I don't think their goal difference helps them. But this point definitely did. But uh, the game was nothing compared to the celebrations of Man City knocking the trophy onto the ground, which is (laughs) absolutely fantastic. Um, Kyle Walker's reaction is the best thing ever. He just just points and looks at it like, no, the trophy! He's like, I didn't move here for this. (laughs) Oh, absolutely destroyed. But but an even better part was uh, Mangala turning up to collect his medal, yeah. which is also fantastic. Of course, oh, on loan at Everton. Sure. At the moment. <laughs> it's, it's, imagine him like turning up and like name <laughs> Mangala. <laughs> no, next. <laughs> no, no, I'm on there. The that is, I mean, not not enough has been made of this. I don't think because this tops this tops John Terry turning up in full kit for the Champions League. <laughs> it tops that by a mile the guy (laughs) plays for another team like that is ridiculous yeah and the season is not even over so So he's literally trespassing (laughs) at what point does he get arrested it's going to be the the icing on the cake will be if he gets the permanent move to Everton next season That'll be oh, tries, yeah. to, tries to take the trophy with him. <laughs> After his no. performances for Everton this season, I don't think that is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, he paid money for that. Uh, but no, a huge point for Huddersfield. Puts him three points ahead of both Swansea and Southampton and not reachable of uh, West Brom. But they can still go down. One more point, I imagine, will do it. Um, in fact, yeah, I think it does mathematically save them at the end of the uh, yeah, last season. Which is not going to happen, though. Oh, because they're playing Chelsea, everyone. And they play Arsenal. Chelsea and Arsenal. Oh, yeah. But Arsenal, who I can't remember the last time they won away from home. But uh, but Wenger. Wenger, yeah, the Wenger is making all the noise. Legend. Got a little, uh, a little, <laughs> a little replica of the uh, 2004 Invincibles uh, Premier League trophy. And lifted it like he'd won you something have. this season. Oh, no, I thought you had. It's like, what? Oh, I d- no, I didn't oh, have I was like, that is really weird. You're a Spurs creep. That, that's the year I became a Spurs fan. Yeah. <laughs> Ever but, since um, that moment, I knew it was downhill from yeah. here. <laughs> but uh, secure an Arsenal sixth place finish, uh, pretty much uh, with a 5 0 job in a Burnley. That's um, great. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's that's Arsenal. Um, Chelsea won Liverpool nil. Uh, Champions League spots lubricated. I've written here. Lubricated. Uh, <laughs> they, they've been they've been loosened up uh, you, that, for Chelsea that's to slip like in. Me at uni when I put slip in and then just sit in it and then get lubricated. <laughs> oh, talking about lubrication and talking about uni, I was wondering where that was going to go for a second. <laughs> oh, I've heard stories. Too, I've heard stories. But um, Elias, do you want to wax lyrical about Chelsea and and Conte oh. realizing? <laughs> He's going to be there next season and have to try again. I want him to be here. I've said this. I want him to still be Chelsea manager next season. and But it's probably already made, like done if he's staying or not. 
uh, which we'll see. <laughs> we'll definitely see at the end of the season. The worst thing about this game was the no. respect I lost for Mohamed Salah after diving. Man, it's, like that is horrible. He's you don't respect. You, it, you lost I, the respect. You lost the respect of the Swede. I lost the respect. I lost the respect, like just a little bit, because I just got reminded of Andy Carroll. <laughs> oh man, I it I just got flashbacks immediately when I saw the yellow card go. Oh, oh no, it's happening again. And to be fair, like I like Mohamed Salah as a as a player, and I like him as a guy. But you don't do that. You don't do that at all. And definitely not against your former team, even though they treated you like shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't mention actually Jake Livermore getting the winner against Tottenham. No, I was really did, happy did he, he celebrate? celebrated like a madman. Yeah, I was, no, I was, I was genuinely was. If he hadn't celebrated a ninety-third minute winner <laughs> to keep his team in the league for the time being, I, I would have lost more respect for him than if he didn't celebrate. Did he run? Yeah. Then it's the like Tottenham. preemptive. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, Chelsea. I think they have a game in hand on Liverpool and are three points behind them, so could very much catch the Reds, who haven't looked great since um well since the first leg against Roma really they haven't really looked convincing in any of their fixtures but um Liverpool missing out on Champions League football if I mean yeah I don't know what is it what is it Spicy. about English teams winning the Champions League when they're not in the top four who said Liverpool are going to win the Champions League Us, I don't remember I don't, I don't remember no. at any point me ever hoping I mean thinking Liverpool would win the Champions League the Maybe. thing is, they put they put out the full strength side f- for this game, didn't they? Really, yeah. I guess. They, I mean, you can't really play Danny Ings against Chelsea, but the the point being is, they saw this game as a must win, and they didn't they, they didn't, didn't get there, it. which is got which has got to worry because you would have thought they're putting in one hundred percent effort, and if they play like that against Real Madrid, it's got to be wrong. But then there is the two; they do all have a two week gap between the end of the season. Um, of course, the FA Cup final will be in there, and then the Champions League final. So they'll have a two-week gap where they can rest up and get their energy back. Because a lot of criticism for them has been that uh, perhaps they are a bit tired. They need one point against Brighton to get top four. Mm. <laughs> 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 the thing is, the thing is, oh, Brighton's just been. Brighton have just been. Is it at Liverpool? It is at Liverpool. I don't know. I, oh, I, 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 I can love see that. It. Oh man, I can see it in front of me as well. You can see it. I mean, don't get your hopes up, but we all know Tottenham are the ones bottling out of top four anyway. So let's uh, let's move on. Leicester nil, West Ham two. West Ham securing Premier League status next season again with a glorious Mark Noble volley. Yeah, it was. It was nice. those volleys. It was nice. It was. I, I didn't actually like it as much as I thought I should have. <laughs> I watched it. I watched it's it. West Ham. Like, because the first time I saw it, everyone was like, oh, "Have you seen Mark Noble's goal? Have you seen Mark Noble's goal?" I was like, "No, I haven't." I, haven't. I finally see it, and I'm like, "It's not even top corner, really, is it?" Let's be honest. <laughs> like, it came off the post. It was lucky. It came. It went in off the post, but it didn't even make a noise, which is wor- Which is worse. It floated. It was a floater. That's why I feel it wasn't a drill. So it didn't do the bang that everyone likes when it hits the post. It just Questionable went... goalkeeping. I'm saying. Uh, it gets the slight. Gets the slightest touch on that, and it's not in. He does, mate. This, that's how. Yeah, that's how it works. Mm. Ben Hamer hasn't got a great like <laughs> record and. in the Premier League, has he? <laughs> has he not? Well, I, I feel in, like he doesn't. F- 
I feel like in his, in, on his debut, didn't you like drop the ball and they conceded or something like that? <laughs> I I'm thought you were going to have a stat, Elias, of like he's never won in the Premier League. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't the case because That's how he's played these four or five games, like they just subbing him for uh, Schmeichel. Mm. <laughs> mm. Well, to be honest, he's played four games in the Premier League and he has one point at Southampton. So, <laughs> um, he conceded two against Burnley, five against Palace and two against West Ham. But he does have a Leicester win to his name. 5-1 victory at Peterborough in the FA Cup. Nice. Um, what was it? Fifth round? Who knows? But... um. Yeah, he should have smothered those shots like uh, Aaron Cresswell because uh, he knows what he's doing now. Did you see? Did you see that? I saw he should have been sent off. Yeah, that's what like Vardy's like. Throwing. Oh yeah, when you like when yeah, he's, he's just, like laid on the, on the ball, ball, picked it up. It's brilliant! It's brilliant! The fact well, he got away I, I, with that. Wait, is I can't fantastic. remember what what was the result of that. They got a free kick. He got right? a yellow card. Yeah, free yellow kick. Card, yeah. Wasn't even a penalty or a red. No, I, but to be fair, I think it was outside the box, wasn't it? So I think he like, yeah, travelled into yeah. the box, but. No, it's still. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Vardy's reaction was like an excited child. He's like, he did. He actually touched it. He touched it. And then, and then he didn't get the penalty. So, yeah, kind of sucked. Um, Leicester, I've written down here. So, Is that it? well, <laughs> I've, I've written down Leicester. Yeah, um, <laughs> Ranieri, Shakespeare, now Puel. Is there a? Oh, I've got a conspiracy theory here that oh. the uh, Leicester players, oh. since winning the league. Trying to oust them. Well, yeah, partly, yeah. They're, they're trying to oust their managers. If you look at what what happened to Ranieri, they went, they won the league, and then they looked like they were going to get relegated. Um, Shakespeare came in, saved them, um, and then the next season they were, well, the start of this season they were awful. Puel came in, steered them away from relegation, and now they've started playing badly again. Is do you think is it, there's a there's an issue there? I mean, there's certainly been problems with attitudes. I mean, I point to the Mares situation as a prime example. Yeah. Um, do you think there's a little bit of that in there, and and what what if that if there is, what do you think the the solution is? Ancelotti. <laughs> so uh, so the solution I to stop them getting new managers is to get another new manager. Get, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't see like a more expensive manager. <laughs> I don't see them uh, trying to oust Ancelotti. I feel like he would get the Italian mafia on them, and uh, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, because that, did, that didn't work at Bayern Munich, did it? No. Have you seen Jamie Vardy? Jamie Vardy does not look like a man that's scared of the Italian mafia. <laughs> He's the type of man that would take his shirt off and drive straight at him. I'm sorry. Or not even drive. Run. Why would he take his shirt off? <laughs> because he's Jamie Vardy! <laughs> All right. But I've actually been really disappointed with uh, Leicester. And I, I can't help but think in my head that Vardy's like the leader of that actual um, thing. I feel like... I, I don't know. I feel like... <laughs> what We spoke before when we were talking about Mara's leaving. And LSU said he should stay there and they could really do something more. And I was like, well, no, he should leave the job. But I'm kind of in the middle of those two points now. I'm kind of thinking he should stay there and they could do more, but he just doesn't want to stay there and do more. You you know what I mean? I I feel like... He has revoked his transfer request. Well, well, yeah, I'm sure he will when they get a new manager. We'll see who it is. No, he has. Yeah. But I'm sure that will come back in in the summer is what I'm saying. I feel like the name Leicester is... Oh, God, that's, this is going to sound come out the weirdest thing ever. But I feel like because it's Leicester, they're not playing up to their potential mm. because they feel like they reached like a complete like miracle in winning the league, which, fair enough, it was. But just because they're, they're not a team that's playing... like If that team was playing at Chelsea, they'd probably play better because it's under the Chelsea name, if you get what I mean. It's like yeah. mentality, I think. 
Yeah, I think that's. I think it's a bit as well, like, sort of. We've done all. We, we, it's kind of, for me. It's like, oh, we've done what was ever needed of yeah. us. We can sit by. Like, they're in holiday mode, but for the past two years. I think it's kind of like when England were playing the same team for like tournament after tournament, and they just wouldn't change, and those players kept like weren't performing. Like it's like when Beckham was ushered out by McLaren. It's like when Hodgson tried to usher out Gerrard at Liverpool. It's like it's a difficult thing to do, and it's always the manager who who. who bites the bullet and then if you do it the other way around like like Puel Shakespeare have been you know trying to do get the best out of these players and they just don't want to like like I don't know I feel like there's a bit of a rotten core there at Leicester and obviously yeah. the players are good enough to get themselves out of relegation like when a new manager comes in or something like that but then there'll come a time where you know those players are past 30 and then when they come to put the foot down and get away from a situation like that it's going to be similar to Stoke and they're not going to be able to and they're going to find themselves in a really seriously bad position I don't don't know that's just a a theory anyway um, end of part end of part two I think so uh, yeah we'll uh, come out of part three and we're going to have a bit of a debate about uh, coach of the year and uh, football league so don't go anywhere Thank you so much for listening to the In The Mixer podcast. Whether on iTunes or any other podcast app, we'd appreciate feedback and reviews. We're also on YouTube, but it goes up much quicker on all podcast services. Thank you so much for listening again, and we'll catch you in the mixer. Welcome back to part three of the In The Mixer podcast. Coach of the year time. Now, last week, me and Elias were talking about it. He was very much in the Guardiola camera. I was talking about that. I said, we should discuss this when there's three of us. Hey, guess mm-hmm. what, guys? There's three of us. <laughs> no, Gary there's four. Monk. So, Michael, I'm giving you the first... Yeah, the first Premier League <laughs> quality. Yeah, Gary Monk. Brilliant. Um, it, but for me, it's between Pep, Dyche, and Rafa. Nice. Um, I didn't write Rafa down there. I don't know if you. No. Also, so you I... need to tell us about the Sean Dyche pub thing because we we mentioned oh, wait, it, but we didn't. Yeah, of, oh yeah, of course, of course, of course. Sean Dyche had a pub named after him. So back to my. Uh, <laughs> that's it. That's literally that's, it. That's literally it. Was it in Burnley? I don't know. I didn't read the article. <laughs> Somewhere like oh in like Benidorm or something. So we, we've had a one week cliffhanger <laughs> <laughs> for well, something we all, for something we already said last episode. <clears throat> so Guardiola's got the Premier League. Dyche's got the pub. I think it's fair to give. The coach of the year trophy to Rafa Benitez, I think. Venga. Oh, Give him something. Venga, he's got his little vase. Darren Moore. Yeah. Pards. No. Mark Hughes, I've also written down. Um, no. Rude Gilly. Yeah. Harry uh, Redknapp. I just would give it to Pep, to be honest. So. Wow. Okay. Guardiola, wow. Oh. Yeah, oh, you're so boring. Why not football hipster? Drew at home to Huddersfield. Drew at home to Huddersfield. Did you... Football hipsters are moving away from Dortmund and to Napoli. <laughs> kick save. <laughs> but did you see the kick save thing? Yes. In the what a kick save. Oh, it's too over the top. Orlando could get a goal. Kick save. Go? <laughs> kick save. Oh, boys. Uh, so if you oh, want what? some context to that, what we just did, um, basically it's an American commentator reacting to a save with a foot from a goalkeeper. You or could a just kick replace, 
you, you could just replace kick save with touchdown, and it's the exact same tone that comes out of the comment. Boom, touchdown. Boom, kick save. <laughs> In, for those that are not American, he's goalkeeper saved it with a leg. Mm. Do we do we do we isolate a lot of our listeners? Probably. We've eliminated like all Liverpoolians, Welsh. Scottish, probably Spanish at some point. The whole of Bournemouth. Whole of Bournemouth. <laughs> 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 the Leicester dressing else? room I've just isolated. They're gone. Um, where else? Have I... I think I've said things about Australians. Mm, probably. I think we should probably um, stop stop now. <laughs> um, I don't move... think I've touched the Irish yet. So... Not yet. Let's, let's keep it that way. We need, we're big in Ireland. We're big in Ireland. Um, championship. Uh, Cardiff nil, Reading nil. This means Cardiff are promoted because Fulham are very bad. Why did you not? Why did you do it like that? Why because, did you not? Because but, Cardiff, because Cardiff are promoted. Burn... Yeah, but they need the first mention. You could have been, which could have led to Fulham being promoted, but Birmingham, brilliant city. I'm literally coming to that now. It's li- just right. look at the All running right. order. Yeah, but, I know, re- but you, you just touched on it, which wasn't enough to be honest. Okay, well Cardiff are promoted. And they should be getting the attention here for the moment. A record eighth promotion for Neil Warnock. He is now... I mean, that's that's oh. an unbelievable record. That is an unbelievable record. <laughs> What's just happened? What have I missed? Did you just call him old? He is now, he's I now just said old. old. <laughs> yes, he is old. He's also, he's also a very successful football manager in the with football no eyebrows. And, and most promotions no. by anyone with no eyebrows. <laughs> I saw Stop. something where it's like when I see Neil Warnock, I just see the horizon of his head before his hair. Like, <laughs> it's just me. Twitter's a mean place. Twitter's a really mean place. We've isolated another listener. What Neil, Neil Warnock fans? And everyone Neil Warnock likes, which is I'm a lot. Sure, of we'll get tweet, um, a lot of tweets saying "fuck off" within the next few minutes. Mm. <laughs> the Wolves fan base love us now, especially their manager. <laughs> Um, but yeah, record eight promotion for Neil Warnock, and that is all we're going to say about that because we spent the most time mugging him off. Um, Birmingham three, Fulham one. Fulham drop into playoffs. Um, a win would have seen them get automatic promotion. But Birmingham not relegated, which Michael will probably spend a long time talking about. I think more to the point, can you please pronounce Birmingham correctly? There's a G in yep. there. Birmingham. There is. What is a Birmingham? <laughs> I don't know. That's just how I say it. I'm sorry. See, I, I get on to Birmingham. Fine, you know what? Bolton 3, Forest 2. Damn um, it, I missed my chance. He's missed his chance. But uh, a huge turnaround here. This this rivals Birmingham City last day limbs from a few seasons ago, Michael, don't you think? Because two goals, 87th and 88th minutes to turn it around and stay up. Oh, come on. Two goals. Oh, come on. No, it doesn't. Not even close. Not even. They scored two goals within a minute of each other. It's at home for starters. Automatically should have won that game. I, I, I mean, okay, you know, I did you see how was cleared off the line and nodded in? Did you not see that Bolton fans just sort of cheered and went out for tea? We <laughs> we wrecked the city when we didn't get relegated. I'm pretty sure that top stand had to be moved up three inches exactly. after we jumped and moved it down. Exactly, Michael. Because you were away, it wasn't your city, so of course you wrecked it. To sh- <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, it's Bolton at the end of the day. Anyway. Oh, I've just isolated another group, for God's sake. Yeah, anyway, a fantastic turnaround for Bolton. 87-88th minute equaliser and winner. David Wheater getting on the score sheet. That's a name. Premier League legend. Do you remember when he and... Um, was it him and Robert Hoof at Middlesbrough? Yes. Like the best partnership in the Premier League for a while. Yep. 
Yeah, I wouldn't. Is David Weir even worth a journeyman, or has he only played for like two teams? I feel like he's. Th- und- I don't know. How many teams has he played for? Middlesbrough, Bolton. That's Bolton. it. Yeah, I think he. <laughs> yeah, went back to Bolton. Bolton. Yeah, that's what I think it is. Yeah. yeah maybe. Oh, I've typed in weather. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to type weather into Google. Just typed in weather. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. Preston 2, Burton 1, Derby 4, Barnsley 1, Burton and Barnsley down, um, all the Bs going down, with Sunderland, who managed to pull off a 3-0 win against championship, <laughs> championship winners, Wolves. Um, not only is this weird, Sunderland are the only championship team not to lose to Wolves this season. Where did they finish in the league? Bottom. Correct. <laughs> yes. Football's a weird game. Uh, but uh, Michael, you wanted to talk about a team in blue finishing above a team in yellow. Yeah. Ipswich 2, Middlesbrough oh. 2, Sheffield Wednesday 5, Norwich 1. Ipswich finishing above Norwich, which is funny. Also, also uh, one of it, Sean Connery there. Ipswich Ip- scoring a lot more goals than Norwich this season, which is crazy considering Mick McCarthy was their manager. So what is going on there? Something needs to happen there. Norwich aren't very good. But yeah. Um, did you want to quickly talk about the other blue and yellow rivalry, Michael, before we go into part four? Yeah, Schalke finish above Dortmund. It's not that much of a hype thing because they're just a better team in general, but it's <laughs> it's important to Schalke fans and Schalke. Not and just that. Probably, I think second. they have got second place now. Yeah, secured. Which is, if you think about that, that's a pretty ridiculous job that Tedesco's jo- Tedesco has done. Because I think, mm. where did we finish last season? Sixth? Not sure. Se- seventh, maybe? But still, to, to turn it around to second, yeah. Fantastic. Manager of the year. Fantastic little performance I'm gonna I'm gonna finish off these uh, other games I've written in the notes now so we can just do Heroes and Villas of Germany part 4 Dartford nil, Braintree 1 Braintree off to Wembley for the playoff final in the Vanarama South against Hampton and Richmond who also won 1-0 against uh, Chelmsford um, I thought you were gonna say who I also support <laughs> I mean, I'm open I'm open to if they win maybe we'll see I want a, I want a happy day this season um <laughs> But yeah, so that's good news. Congratulations, Bol- uh, Bolton. Oh, Braintree. There we go. And Bolton, because they stayed up. Um, Just cut, yeah. And yeah, to Spain, Barcelona 2, Real Madrid 2. Um, El Clasico was a decent one. Feisty, indeed. Um, did you guys watch this one? Yeah. Yeah? I yeah. think everyone did who likes football. No, I usually don't, but I watch this one. Do you not? No. It's always I don't a, like... No, I don't it's like It's rarely a bad game, though. Yeah. Well, it's rarely a, a football game, though. It's all about the fights. Yeah. Yeah, but it's football, so it's not that brutal. It's well, just a little slap. Sergio Roberto absolutely wrecking Marcelo, <laughs> and he got his just desserts. Yes, he did, and he, they usually don't, especially not Sergio Ramos. <laughs> but um, so a nice little tributes for Iniesta from Ramos actually after the game, mm. which was what, uh, did he did he do like a voodoo on him? Well, he didn't. It's, no, no voodoo was. It? I mean, maybe he was holding an Iniesta shirt after the game, so who knows yeah. what he did with it afterwards. Um, but yeah, so some kind words there. So there's definitely respect between the Spanish players there. But uh, the big, the big news really. Um, well, the two bits of big news: Barcelona keeping their undefeated streak and look like they're probably going to go on to be invincibles this season, uh, quote unquote. I hate that term, especially <laughs> considering Roma demolished them in the Champions League. But uh, anyway, and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo went off at halftime injured, but according mm-hmm. to Zidane, he's gonna make the final. So yeah. we will see if that's breaking true news. Or not. No. <laughs> What? Wolves are sponsored by Adidas. Now. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. Napoli are not winning the Serie A. Yeah, and Roma Napoli are sponsored Nata. by Qatar Airways. Oh, 
football hipsters go back to Dortmund. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Serie A and Napoli. Juventus have pretty like much the won Napoli it. Napoli thing is almost like, do you know when Nice were like on their Balotelli run? Football hipsters <laughs> moved to Nice. <laughs> Would we like to have an early prediction of football hipsters teams for next season? Um, ooh, that's a good one, actually. It's a good one, isn't it? I think Wolves might be there, you know? No, that's... Wolves have classy kits. I think Wolves could colors. be the football the football hipster next season, getting top four. Was like, ooh, oh, talk, a new talking about kits, just like a little side note. Everton's kits for next season are really nice. Hmm. They got like this uh, 90s Umbro uh, touch them, and I really like that because I really like Umbro kits. Lovely. I'm not one for really looking at kits and going, oh, they're nice. Well, That's because, not my bag. But yeah. but because you dress like an absolute bag of shit. Hey. <laughs> hey, you steer clear of my 1999 Tottenham Hotspur shirt, all right? Hey, that's, that'd be good right now. Styling and profiling, baby. Retro is in fashion. Are you in the championship, then? No, no. Maybe you shouldn't talk about the second tier of football because you were in it more recently than us. And we'll be back in part four. Hey, guess what? The In The Mixer show now has a new YouTube channel where you can subscribe to listen to our podcast weekly as well as access exclusive content such as outtakes, previews and us getting lost in Moscow. Bye! Hello, welcome back to part four of the In The Mixer podcast. We're going to hit up with the heroes and villains now. We're going to check it out. Check out them heroes and villains. Um, Elias... Whoa. Are you excited for this section? <laughs> <laughs> that was very direct. Yeah, um, I'm I'm usually very prepared for this section. I was about to make it I was about to make a Fortnite reference. Which I've, I suppose I've done now. But so, um what is it? So I stopped myself by going completely weird. No, it's just their season falls based on it. Anyway, we'll move on. Um who wants to who wants to start? Because I don't actually have them written down. I'm oh, good. I do. Oh. Okay. I got mine. Go Darren Moore, yeah, hero. Absolute hero, which is why I want to go first. I hope West Brom stay up. <laughs> but that all depends on what happens tonight, and none of us are allowed to look at the score because Phil's put us on a ban. No, well... Oh! 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 That, 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 he just, he's infringing. He's infringing He's infringing. <laughs> so they're watching Get it. They're being, they're being completely unprofessional. Unprofessional. My villain is Michael and Elias for watching the football while we're recording. I'm not watching the football. I am. I'm actually not watching it. I'm not even watching the score. I don't care. I'm. I'm putting you both in villains because I've had it twice this season. I'm Plot not ending twist. the season. Plot twist. There's no goal. It was just very oh. close. Plot twist. What? There's no heroes or villain section this week. Uh, oh, no, no I had a villain and I can't remember who it is now. It's so well done. Well, it's not even your. We're coming back round to you anyway. My, uh, Elias, who's your hero? Pascal Gross. For his season and for his goal against United. Oh, I remember it. You love <laughs> you love that guy, don't you? I love the Germans. Elias. Yeah, I'm gonna give my hero to Neil Warnock because I know it will annoy you, and because he deserves it. it because doesn't. Cardiff, Cardiff, not even predicted top half this season. He's gotten promoted. That is unbelievable. Look at Vincent Tan as the chairman. He was getting he was getting hold, held aloft in the uh, promotion. Uh, He's a horrible human being. <laughs> Not as horrible as some of the people you support, Elias. Uh, Michael, should we go to your villains? Yeah, um, mine goes to Alexander Zinchenko for knocking over the Premier League trophy mm. and putting Cal Walker into pure state of shock. <laughs> Cal Walker will never be the same. That's the image he had in his head when Spurs were really close to Pippin Leicester. <laughs> <laughs> the Premier League title just falling Why away. Why has that not been made? Why is like... what's? 
What, what's that um, Spurs like meme account called again? Simply Spurs. Simply, why have they not done that yet? Yeah, I don't know because they can't <laughs> laugh at them. Spurs fans are getting very annoyed at other Spurs fans who are like, "Oh, respect Wenger." Which, which I've, I've done or I've mentioned, but yeah, that's a, that's the thing that's happening. Right. Um, I don't know how to feel about that. Do I respect the man that's been in charge of my rival club, considering he's given us some of the most banterous years of all time? Mate, Steve Bruce was a brilliant manager for Birmingham, but now he's a fat potato head, according to our fans. So <laughs> probably not. A fat potato head that could be in the Premier League next season. Um, Ellis, oh, did you want to sign us off for your villain? Mitrovic is gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Tottenham's Hotspur for not putting the pressure on this season. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. If anything, we've <laughs> taken the fail. if anything we've taken the pressure off. If any, like we're Yourself. deflating, we've done it backwards this season. We're not gonna get top four. It's gonna be great. Um, Brilliant. Back to oh wait, you know that I mean Redknapp's a better manager than Pochettino. I'm I'm not sure on the logic, but I'm willing to go with it. <laughs> Brilliant. Now we'll, re- we'll we'll leave it like that then. If he leaves it's at fine. the end of the season, I'll happily get on that bandwagon. Oh, I thought you were going to say I'd happily get Harry Redknapp back in. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, like, why not? I'm Crouchy, sure the man's like if Crouch 70. is leaving Stoke, get him back. Yeah, Defoe's well, not having the best time at did Bournemouth. Did you see that tweet of all the former Liverpool players that um, ex- their contracts are expiring? Oh, Steven yeah. Gerrard's just stood there just like, get, get the old band back together. Again. All right, boys. <laughs> Come back to Rangers. I saw that tweet. It was hey, a good tweet. Fernando, mate, um, I need a favour. <laughs> I'm, I'm up in Scotland now and I'm not really too sure where to go. <laughs> Hey, Fernando, this is Lee McCulloch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Journeyman. 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 And I'm Should actually we get some order? You are. Take it I away. Am. I'm taking it away. And for you, for those of you that haven't heard Journeyman before, haven't listened to us uh, before, a Journeyman is a game where I, the host, <clears throat> uh, name a player, and uh, these two guys will take turns in guessing a club this player has played for. Uh, and uh, until we get a wrong answer or no answer at all, uh, we'll just keep going. Until Forever. we run out of clubs, of course. Until Michael inevitably yeah. loses. I don't know what I am easily the worst at this game. I've realised... Are you kidding me? No, I, am, I have the fewest wins by quite a distance. It's because you're always the host, I think. I, I haven't been the host in ages. Actually, I've probably been the host about as many times as everyone else. But anyway, let's just get on with it. Come on. Yeah, and uh, I've already warned these guys that this might be... <laughs> it might be. I don't know if you've got any, uh, any like, good knowledge about Swedish players. Uh, oh. But that is the oh, theme what? for for today's gentleman. I'm to get a pen and paper here just to... Oh. Uh, these are players that have played abroad. Of course, I'm not gonna be that mean to you. Uh, of course not. So I've I've chosen some of the the biggest Swedish players from the past like ten twenty years. So, am I gonna who, get every single one of these wrong, Elias? No, <laughs> you know. Um, I'm gonna bring out a coin. Is one of them Olaf Melberg? <laughs> I'm literally thinking that Seb Larsson. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> I've got two. <laughs> All right. Three. All right. So I've got a ten pence here. Oh, nice. Living so, up. who wants which size? Heads. heads. Michael wants heads, so Phil gets tails. All right. Michael, do you want to start or do you want Phil to start? I will start. Okay. 
Can I just say, Elias, was that coin hitting the desk really loud on your microphone? <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> Thank you in advance for telling me. No, we'll, we'll see after when we paused. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. First player is Joan Elmander, Michael. Wait, it's not Arthur Melberg? Not the first player. Um, right, okay. Um, oh my god. I'll tick off Norwich first. Norwich is correct. I only know one, it's Bolton. Bolton is correct. Well, I'm kind of glad you said that because I was I didn't know whether it was Bolton or Fulham that he played for because I could just see him in white. Um, <coughs> I heard, uh, he's, he's played in Sweden and he played um, in the Swedish league for um, for Malmo. That is incorrect. Phil, do you want oh. to? Uh, I was going to say something like Galatasaray. Galatasaray is correct. Do you want to yeah. guess another one? Uh, I was, well, my other, my other guess was like Fenerbahce, so I don't think you would have played for both well, somehow. Uh, well, Feyenoord is one. Uh, oh, Örgryte, wow. yes. Uh, Jugerdens. Uh, NEC Breda. Uh, in the Dutch that was, league, that was uh, Brunby twice, uh, Toulouse, uh, oh, what I and did. the Örgryte again. So, oh, I hope yeah. Jonga Jetty isn't one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you'll no. see, you'll see. All right, one nil to Philip. All right, and Phil, you're going first on the player. I think you're going to win. Oh, pressure. Eric Edmund, Phil. Well, this doesn't help me, does it? Because I only know Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh God. Well, Michael. Tottenham. Michael, uh, uh, yeah, it's correct. AIK. AIK is correct. Wow. <laughs> didn't even know. I just said AIK. This is like the Birmingham thing for me. That If you don't know, just say Birmingham on Michael. See, Elias, the problem here is you say, oh, I think you'll know this, Phil, because Eric Edmund plays for Spurs. The problem is now I've got... Eric Edmund and Reto Ziegler mixed up. <laughs> so I'm going to say Wigan. Wigan is correct, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on! Jagurdens. Uh, <laughs> you, don't, you don't play for AIK and Jagurdens. Yeah. No, no! Malma! No, no! no, 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 no he's lost. It's incorrect. Uh, Ostershund. <laughs> no. oh. So the first team he played for was Helsingborg. He's from uh, Jönköping, which is... Is that Sweden? It's, it's, it's like two hours away from me. Helsingborg's uh, is Larsen's club. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and uh, he's played for Torino, Karlsruhe, uh, <laughs> Herevin, Ren, and Helsingborg again. Ren is that where Spurs signed it from? Ren? No, he. Oh, <laughs> no, my No, no. <laughs> All right, <laughs> is that two nil to two nil? It's two nil. Most dangerous score in football, some say. All right. Phil's half Swedish. This is really unfair. <laughs> That's why I'm so blonde. <laughs> We might. I can't remember if I've had this player before, but we'll we'll see. <clears throat> Frederick Youngberg, Michael, your desk. Um, oh, oh Freddie. <laughs> okay, I'll go for the obvious one with Arsenal. Um, Arsenal is correct. Who was the player again? Sorry. Freddie oh. Youngberg. Oh, oh, oh! Um, Celtic. Celtic is correct. Oh, Michael. No, he's West got it Ham? as well. Oh. Ham is correct. Phil. Um. Oh no way! I don't know. I'm going to go a Sweden club. 
I don't think it was AK. Oh no! Oh 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 no! Yeah, see that's a problem. I've got a guess and I've got a logical guess. So which one? What do you want? What do you What do you think? What What do you want? I, 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 <laughs> I want, want, an, I want an answer. <laughs> what do you think? Okay, uh, it's your guess then. Damn it! It's not your guess. Michael, do you want to guess or do you want to what say first score? <laughs> Oh, that is not it. correct either. Uh, <laughs> Vancouver? No, that is not correct either. Oh. He, he, <laughs> I've got one. <laughs> he start <laughs> yeah, he started his uh, career at Halmstad uh, okay. in the Swedish. I think they were in the first division back then. Nice. Um, then he went to Arsenal, West Ham, oh. Seattle Sounders, oh. Chicago Fire, oh. Celtic, oh. Shimizu, Sh Shimizu S. Pulse. <laughs> And Mumbai City. Mumbai. Yes. That should yeah, also I be like so. the last Mumbai's resort. a good one. Yeah. If in doubt, go Asian. Well, he was retired for two years, and then he came That's to Mumbai. That's so. probably quite, quite good. And now he's a pundit, and he his is he a good pundit as well? So hey, I can't diss Swedish no. TV because they have a lot of good streams of games that aren't. I saw. I did see a picture of um, yeah. uh, Sol Campbell, Freddie Jumberg, Canu, uh, two other players who like. Oh, I think it was Parla. Ray Parler, maybe I can't remember. Yeah. So I've seen that. So I've That's seen cool. Freddie Young right. this week. There you go. <laughs> he looks. That was he looks the, worst the same. Thing you've ever said on the podcast. He looks the same without Shaved the head, red mohawk. No. I like to imagine he has a yeah. little rat tail on the back as well. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> How do you know? How do you know? He never turns around. Have you seen Freddie Lundberg in the past week? Because let me tell you about who has. Only the front. Only the front. Continue. Sorry. All right, so it's 2-1 to late. Phil. And the player that is next is Henrik Larsson. Have we done this already? Oh, no. Well, I've probably. got a problem because I've already said. Well, you my, problem, is it yeah. me first? <laughs> no, it's Michael first. Okay. Is it? I think so. What was the last one we did? Lumber. Uh, no, it's Phil first. Oh, it's Phil. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, do I go for the one that I've already right, said out loud and f hope Michael forgot? <laughs> I didn't even... Well, what did you say out loud? <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. Celtic is correct. Michael. Barca. Barcelona is correct. Manchester United is correct. <laughs> okay, he didn't hear good. He didn't hear good. Are there Thank any God. Big teams? Uh, yes. Wait, did you say another team? So does yeah, that mean you've got one more? What did you say? I'm f I, I know, know what Elise you said. Oh. As well, but I can't figure the I can't <clears throat> get the clubs mixed up. Um, Hammerby. Isn't that a no? Isn't that a Will I Am song? Hammerby, Hammerby, Hammerby. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Helsingborgs was the one. Hammerby is. Uh, Helsingborg is correct, yes. And it's there's Feyenoord another big Feyenoord. Feyenoord. Yes. So. Oh, I should have got the Feyenoord one. 3 1. There's three more, Michael. Can you do the <clears throat> reverse sweep? Yes. <clears throat> well, it's you starting on uh, oh. current Swedish captain, Andreas Gronqvist. Well, the answer is. Thing is, how many do I have for this? Like two. Uh, Wigan. Wigan is correct. Oh, oh, Krasnodar. 
Crossland Art is correct. Thank you, FIFA. This is so hard. Oh, I don't know. I just want. I don't know whether it's. I'm stuck between like, uh, Herenveen and. Breda, and there's a Dutch. There's like a mid-table Dutch team you played for. So there's oh. two two big teams, one. Where else did he play? Because I don't think I remember the Dutch team. Did he play for Genoa? Is that your answer? Well, can I pick two and say Breda as well? No, you can't pick two. Uh, I'll go. Uh, I'll go with Genoa, but I don't think it's right. I think it might be an Atalanta or something like that. Is that your answer, Gen Genoa? Yeah. That is correct, Phil. See, I can oh! see like I can see purple, so I'm gonna say like Toulouse. Toulouse uh. is not correct, Michael. Do you so want to it, guess? Was it like? Was it like? Was it Breda? Lilstrom. No, it's not Breda. It's Groningen. Oh. oh. Groningen. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe that's the that's what the green one. Yeah. Hey. And he also uh, played for Helsingborg, Phil, so he could have done oh, that. Do we guess. not have any Swedish guesses? Damn. No. I've I've got I've smeared all my glasses when I have my head in my hands. Can't see. Right. Three, two. The pressure's on now. Alright. And it's this, do you know how much the pressure's on? I've not even touched football <laughs> oh, manager in like the past ten minutes. <laughs> like that's how like Alright. Phil. Kim Chelstrom. God. I think I have a few for this. See, I think I do, but I can't remember. Who did he play for? There was a, like... Oh, Leon. Leon is correct. I don't know whether it's a pocket pick or not, so I'm going to keep it, just in case it is, and go for Spartak. Spartak is correct. Arsenal. Then okay, I keep my pocket pick. Oh, Arsenal is correct. I don't know whether you could remember. Uh... Um, this is horrendous. <clears throat> Where was he before Leon? Jagerdens. That's correct, Phil. Oh, <laughs> Jagerdens. Um. <laughs> there is three more teams. So, Leon, Leon was where he made his name, really, wasn't it? So that's thinking where he went after Leon. I feel like he played for like Celtic or Rangers, so I'm just gonna say Celtic. Oh. Celtic is not correct. Uh, Michael, do you want to guess one more club? I have no more to be honest. <clears throat> he played I for. I was gonna say Helsingborg. I was gonna say another Swedish yeah. or something. He didn't play for Helsingborg. He played for B BK Hecken, uh, Ren oh. before Leon, uh, oh, and Grasshopper after Arsenal. I I was gonna say Nice, like that was the other team. I, I thought he played in France after. Was it after or before? He uh, played for Lyon. Well, he, he played uh, for Lyon, the last French club. Ah, uh, okay. So, uh, All right. <laughs> last is three-three. Oh, no. oh man. Who is going first? Is it? Is it? Is it me? I think it's Oh, I don't know. I don't know. 
Well, oh yeah, yeah. Phil, you said okay. Kim Chills from first, so yeah. Right. So, Michael. Olaf oh. Melberg, Michael. He's got this as well. Oh, this He's I don't like Olaf well, Melberg though. though. <clears throat> what well, the? Yeah, what well, kind of uh, villa? Villa is correct, Phil. <laughs> oh, it was such a big deal when he left Villa, and I can't remember where he went. Yeah, I know. Um, you got two, you got two more, haven't you? So even if I get this right, I'm done. Yeah, so I'm I gonna have... say. Oh, maybe three. oh, okay. I got one. Well, three if I guess a three, three if I guess a Swedish team. No, I haven't. I'm gonna say Ren. Why not? This has come up last two times, so. Ren is not correct, Michael. Do you want to? He's actually done it. He's done it. Do you want to say uh, the clubs you have? Um, Juve. Juve is correct. He went to Juve after Aston Villa. And then he went to Villarreal. There's a club in between that, but yes, he went to Rio Villarreal. Uh, Rio Villarreal. <laughs> um, and my other one would have probably been uh, AIK, right? Because I'm pretty sure he came from AIK. AIK is correct as well. Uh, and I, 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 that. Yeah, in between Juventus and Villarreal, he played for Olympiacos. Uh, he was signed to Racing Santander from A from AIK um, before moving to Villa and finished his career at Copenhagen. Does he manage now? Uh, yeah, well, he did. He got he got sacked. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Why? Was, it, was he rubbish? Meh. Them. Not really, but... Don't think he was completely ready. I learned for a former player was a manager. That's Adrian Mutu, I learned, was a manager this week. Hey, that's weird because on my football manager, there's a regen of Adrian Mutu. Well, I, I, can, I can correct myself. He wasn't sacked. He didn't renew his contract. Uh, oh, okay. Basically, okay. been sacked and already. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. Adrian Mutu is the manager of Voluntari. Yeah, life, yeah. <laughs> Some say he didn't get the job. He just. Uh, Voluntary. Okay, and on that note, I think we're done. What? I, I don't know. <laughs> well, do you want to hear no. the scores? Oh. Yeah, well, for just that let's episode hear the scores. Okay, I thought you were going to say yeah. for all the episodes. No. Did, did you have any more players, Elias? No, I didn't. That was seven players. Oh, he, oh, you didn't get that. I thought you'd have John Gajetti. I literally <laughs> I literally Googled John Gajetti as soon as you well, said Well, that's cheating. So that's che hang on. That's cheating. Because <laughs> he also said Olive Milberg, so I'm tempted to say Googled that and all. No, because I didn't get him right. Absolute oh, wait, I did get, oh, I did get it right. That was always yeah. void. Well, I would have got them all if I had Googled it. It's another void result I'd have, I'd have in got, the journey. If I had Googled it, sure, I could have taken back control. I've had enough. This is an absolute disgrace. <laughs> Elias, current no, presenting. He's done. I'm don't going. be user. So, we're all going. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that is the end of the End of Mixer episode, I've decided. Um, that result of that journeyman is void. So, we will see who wins the final journeyman game next week. The final Premier League one, anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll be back next week for some more in the mix of podcasting. You uh, make sure you join us then. Uh, until then, it's goodbye from me and goodbye from Michael and Elias. Name, but yeah, goodbye. And it's, uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time in the mixer. Bye bye.